get your introduction to mechanical engineering on today's episode of the K-12 Engineering Education Podcast. There was a previous episode called Engineering 101, where we gave an introduction to engineering in general. Well, we are back with special guest Southern Satya Seelan to get an introduction to mechanical engineering. Southern is a mechanical engineering PhD student at the University of Texas at Austin, and he's going to help us learn a little bit today. So we're learning about mechanical engineering. Yes. Gonna go through what mechanical engineering is. That's really huge, though, right? That is a big, big, big topic. So maybe we're gonna start at like the top of the hierarchy. Yeah. So in college, if you were to go to college for a mechanical engineering degree, there's like an orientation. Sometimes I know that I had one, mm. and they give you that overview. They have like a, a faculty member okay. or a counselor, okay. or whatever, and says, "Hey." These are all the things right. that you could follow. It's like a board game. Yes. Like the game of life. Like it tells you that path that you got to follow in order to get it's your degree. It's literally a game of life. <laughs> yeah. So what's on this board game called mechanical engineering? Okay. So mm, there's a lot here. I think we should first break down what mechanical engineering is in terms of what are the different topics that's in there. Uh, I think each of these topics might require its own episode. But for now, let's approach, I think it'll be ideal if we approach mechanical engineering as how it's taught in a university, <laughs> how it's approached at, at a university. Okay. And then we can, we can branch off what are the actual conceptual ideas and what are the things that they learn as a prerequisites and what are the things that they learn just as skills that's not exactly mechanical engineering. Um, would, that, would that be a good way to approach it? I think that's real hardcore. Why is it hardcore? <laughs> no, that's good. Well, it's like, dang, we're putting people through college here, <laughs> but well, in a fun know. way. No, that's good. Like okay. you used once you used the word prerequisite, I was like, oh, oh my god, I'm yes. an undergrad. Yes. So the prerequisite to listening to this podcast is that you have to, I guess, understand English. That's it. And and understand things that you see with your eyeballs okay. and Hear, listen with your ears. ears and taste, uh, me, no. taste? No, maybe, maybe, touch, maybe touch, touch with your touch. Uh, yes, yes, touch yes, for yes, sure. Yes, temperature. If you take a shower, that's fluid mechanics. Oh, fluid. Yeah. <laughs> if you take a shower, let's hope. Uh, there's a biological system called the vestibular system. What is that? It's inside your head. Yeah. Behind your ears, okay. there's this little tiny squiggle-looking thing, a bony structure filled okay. with liquid, uh -huh. and it detects when you're upside down and moving all around. Oh, the balance. Uh, Bal yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's, okay. it's yeah. another sense that you'll be using. Okay. So if you're like a dancer or if you play sports, maybe you'll be able to relate to some of the stuff we talk about. Maybe. Well, hopefully we'll be able to relate to most <laughs> hopefully. people, right? Okay. And math. And then we'll talk. I'm going to keep We'll pushing. also talk about what math you need to learn Possibly, yeah. if you want to take it as a profession. But if you're just interested in, uh, you know, just what's in there, I think uh, we can just quickly browse through the math part. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, what is the split? The split? What do you mean? Yes. In the hierarchy of... Um, like the categories, categories of things that you have to learn. Categories that you have to learn. In mechanical like, engineering? Well, yes. to me, mechanical, the word mechanical, it sounds like mechanic. Mechanic, yes. Which is like... I go to the guy who helps me fix my car. They use tools. They fix a machine. Yeah. They deal with things that move. So mechanics. Mechanics is definitely a 
like a big branch what does what does it deal with yeah so isn't mechanics the study or the field of moving things and also stationary and stationary so in what way why stationary I have to be reminded of this myself. I'm not like, okay. I'm like, oh, I'm being very Socratic. <laughs> no, I actually don't know Southern. So okay. All right. Okay. So yeah. um, this is, I guess, an approach would be one big topic that we learn as engineers and as mechanical engineers is mechanics itself. And uh, mechanics is actually a physics concept. It's just, um, mm. it's just learning about forces, forces acting on bodies. They're uh, on bodies. Yes, well, not like people bodies, but like it's, it's people objects bodies too. And, objects, tables, okay. chairs. You know, uh, effect of those things. Um, if you're talking about the liquids, you're talking about uh, the movements of those liquids. Pressure. Yeah. Um, and throwing a ball. That's also like some certain kind of mechanics. So I guess anything that's uh, moving is definitely in terms of mechanics. Sure. Like what's happening in terms of its mechanism. Um, and but, but you're right. Maybe not moving. Maybe you've got so many forces, forces on acting it, on one body. But they're in balance. It's in balance. So I guess that's a, it's statics. Like, uh, like me sitting down lazily. There's gravity. Yeah. And so it's bringing, it's jogging my memory. I remember learning about forces or dynamics and statics, stuff like that. These are some, some jargon words, right? It is. Yeah. Um, but conceptually, I guess it's one, it's, it's all about, uh, forces acting on bodies. Okay. And what are the effects of that? That sounds so, like forces acting on bodies sounds like you could go, a, okay. So go wrong after a while. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, you know. On forces acting on anything. On anything. Yes. Anything. Yes. Air. Yeah. Cats. Yeah. Uh, space? Vac- for- you can't hmm. have a force on a vacuum, huh? Because there's nothing I mean, there to have a force yes, on. Anything right? that can take a force is what's relevant, right? <laughs> anybody that can take a force is going yeah, I guess it's uh, I can't take any forces. So, so okay, so you're not a... Don't punch me. Yeah, so... <laughs> so, okay, we're going to learn about forces. Yes. And motion. Yeah. Cool. Or station. Station or stationary. Okay. So I guess it's 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 about material bodies. Okay. Um, oh, solid that's state. Materials. Yeah, that's a solid keyword state, there. Uh, solid, liquid, liquid gaseous state. Gaseous, doesn't matter. Fluid. If it's a material and there are some forces acting on it, mm-hmm. even if it's an absolute equilibrium or absolutely balanced forces, um, I think the entirety of that is talked about in uh, mechanics. So. Yeah, we gotta have a whole episode on that. Oh yeah, of course. Like Newton's this is, laws. Okay, this is yeah. not. A, yeah, we. There's so many things in mechanics yeah. that can branch off. Hopefully, we'll touch upon those things. So um, a mechanical engineer has to know this because they're maybe making stuff that apply forces or that take forces or, or yeah, move. Okay, moving right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just described awesome the uh, automobile. Hey. Yeah, so a mechanic in automobile. Everything yeah. is moving in there. Maybe I knew what I was talking about. Uh, you you also said something about material forces, and I like the word material because I think materials are a big subject in mechanical engineering. Yes. Too. So I and it's I think it's just just because we have so many different materials um, on Earth, yeah. and each of them behave differently. Um, in terms of behavior, we mean that. Um, uh, if you drop a piece of, um, say, a metal, mm-hmm. um, and if you drop drop a drop a piece of glass, um, mm-hmm. when they hit the floor, they behave differently. 
And this is just a very simple example of what, you know, what it is. But all those different materials have all these different properties that they have. And I think, uh, the idea of learning that is so that you know what are the different materials we have right. and how do they behave and what, what can they do so that we can use it the way we want to. Yeah. Like, why don't I make windows out of aluminum exactly. or why don't I make cars out of glass? Like, exactly. So I guess that's where what's what essentially material learning about material uh, yeah. is. So what else is there? I don't know. I guess it's involved with chemistry and biology too. Coming from the biomechanical side, there's this like ah, okay. when mechanical engineers have to make stuff that people use mm. or that living things use, you gotta mm. choose materials that won't attract bacteria or that won't poison people. So there's that as well. Like we gotta think about strength of materials, yeah. Mm. And whether they shatter or they are easy to bend, but also like, will they cause my arm to fall off or will they break off into a million pieces in my body? That's bad too. So it's like, there's lots of different things. I just thought of another thing Yeah, what? in terms of material engineering, uh, how big the field is, you know, just, just to get a mm-hmm. quick look of that. You know, the, the boom of 3D printing, uh, specifically uh, laser centering, yeah, selective laser centering, where uh, essentially the technology is just like a three, just like a printer, like a regular, uh, you know, household printer, where it sprays um, um, ink. Yeah, ink on on a specific pattern. It's a very similar thing, except that instead of you have a thousand pages printing one after another, so you have a three dimensional object. That's exactly what's happening. And the, the entire research, an entire PhD's research was to find the right material that they can use. Right. And they found out some, a nylon compound that, uh, that works best they, for that. You can print layer by layer yeah. without it falling apart yes. or melting or whatever it, it is. It melts to fume together. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. It yeah. melts in just the right way. Right. right. They engineered it. Yes. There yes. you go. To there you go. Yeah, that. That's a good example as well. All right. That's awesome. Thinking about, talking about temperature. Heat, that's a big field in that, mechanical yeah. engineering. That, see, people might not think that, though. Heat, they, they might think, oh, heat is energy. Heat is like, is it has nothing to do with moving parts. So, like, some people might think that. Hmm. It is mechanical engineering. But you're wrong. Yeah, so, <laughs> sorry. No, but, but, yes, it is mechanical. But why? Why do mechanical engineers care about heat and energy? Good question. Hmm. And that's the end of our episode. <laughs> yeah, no, no but end of my expertise. I, my thinking is like, I guess I'm going to go back to the car hmm. example. I mean, cars are run off of energy. Right. To get those wheels moving, hmm. you're not going to hand crank it, you know, <laughs> like this is not the Flintstones. You have to get the energy from somewhere. Right. Meaning when I want to power my awesome Toyota Corolla, okay. I need to go and get enough gas okay. to power it. Okay. So, that's, so that's gas. Sure. But this is a study of temperatures or temperature. heat and cold. Oh, right, and right. So, like, someone had to create that engine so that it burned my gas in such the right way so that it doesn't burn my entire car, mm. but it also will power the engine inside to start moving the, the or start rotating my tires. Just the okay, way. so, by the way, the field of studying those things is called thermodynamics. Mm. It's a huge field um, under that comes under mechanical engineering. And it's another class in college. 
It's, yes, <laughs> definitely. I think it's more than one class yeah, that you take. Yeah, a couple, different couple of classes that you learn about. Grad school, undergrad, yeah. Well, even in undergrad, I think there's, there's a class on thermodynamics and there's a thermal um, yeah. systems. Yeah, UT, probably, there's definitely. Yeah. In, uh, different universities approach it differently. Yeah. Essentially, you're, talk, you're learning about all those, how heat behaves. Where heat goes. Like if I yeah. put a hot cake on my table, how long is it going to stay hot or something? I wonder if um, if thermodynamics is a field, uh, it is. Because, um, again, in, in my thematic view of this entire podcast is um, engineering is not a new field. It, it it's hmm. dates back, human evolution, engineering go hand in hand. And I wonder if uh, if we study thermodynamics in a huge way because uh, we are so... Uh, inter- our, our, our evolution has been so intertwined with heat in, from sun. Yeah. There's that classic story in a whole bunch of cultures, histories about discovering fire, quote yes. unquote. Yeah, yeah. Or that Greek mythology of yeah. stealing fire from the sun or something. Right, right. The guy whose wax wings melted. I don't mm-hmm. know my... My Greek mythology. I didn't know. Well. I don't know the Greek mythology, but I but I, I, I do understand. I discovering fire, like yeah, yeah it's yeah, so fundamental, it's so primal. So you're right. I bet. Like I, I think I might have said civil engineering. Some experts say is the oldest one, but, <laughs> but people it seems like thermal engineering. Yeah. yeah, if they measured it, if they measured fire, if mm. they, stu- I know people worshipped fire. People thought about it as a mystical thing. We like candles in church, but like, when did fire and heat and energy become a thing that people measure and harness? And use and predict and use math on it. I feel like, uh, so when man invented fire, if he wanted a bigger fire, he needs to put 10 wooden logs in it. If he wants a small fire, he just huh. needs to uh, put like five logs in they, it. So people probably... I think it's an intuitive, kind of, intuitive understanding yeah. of these thermal, uh, how, how heat behaves over time. Or cooling. Like, I remember, yeah, or cooling, yeah, yeah. They were doing similar cool thinking. regions. Um, so I think uh, maybe we already have a very good grasp of uh, how thermal system behaves. Yeah, hot and, stuff goes to the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. People know that usually where does the heat go when you put the hot thing down? Exactly. I guess this is like uh, thermodynamics is studying all of this um, in yeah. a much more molecular level, mm-hmm. um, in a much more, um, we understand it a lot better, the three, three laws of thermodynamics, mm-hmm. which we will talk about in terms of just conceptually um, mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. future episodes. Hope, you know, that'd be okay. awesome to talk about all of those things. Yeah. Oh man, there's so many topics. I that makes me and, think I, of- and I bet these, it's like so intuitive. Um, it's not like, hey, why are people, start, people spending so much money on it? So it's not as intuitive <laughs> as I'd like, but like, Especially the, when, the when right it goes to the biological maybe. side of things. Yeah, you're like, right. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. Let's just bring down the whale. The whale being thermodynamics in this yeah. case. What else do we have to learn? Okay, so, so we, we talked about motion, mechanics, mechanics, we talk materials, about materials. We spoke about thermodynamics. thermodynamics. But I think we should also um, break into mechanics. Because mechanics is... You only mentioned it's also about... Um, well, I guess maybe we covered it, everything. You said forces and forces stationary on, static stuff. Oh, okay. Statics. Yeah. And, and there's like, a, if we made a Venn diagram of all this, there'd be intersections as well. Oh, yeah. We talk about strength of materials, how beams break, for example, explosions and how things fail. Right. I think that's super interesting to watch. There's a bunch of YouTube channels where you can watch things breaking. There's a whole class or a whole field of studying that in mechanical engineering. You know, there is another thing that you made me think of when you said thermodynamics, and we talked about energy. Mm. Another 
type of energy, I guess, is electrical energy. Hmm. And I know we're doing mechanical engineering, but no, it's a big field in but, mechanical engineering. But today, yeah. especially, especially today, yeah, yeah, there's circuits and electricity and all that stuff involved. Basic electronics, at least. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, how far should we go in talking about circuits or mechatronics or robotics? Hmm. I think it is covered in a typical mechanical engineering uh, curriculum um, in its basics. But I think uh, when I look at it, you learn a lot about motors. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> you sound disappointed it's, when you say No, it's not, it's not yeah. disappointing, but it's, it's essentially mechanical in nature. So electricity to move things. Electricity to move things. Mm. But motor is a mechanical device. Right? It's true. electromechanical. Yeah, no, that's device, a good point. Yeah. So I think even if electricity is, uh, electronics is, well, electronics, what is electricity? What is the word for like, that? Ele- electronics. Electrical, electronics. Mechatronics. Mechatronics. Okay, mechanical We'll have a whole episode about it. Yeah. Okay, yes. Mechatronics is definitely a big part of uh, mechanical engineering. Um, you taught a little bit of that class, I think. I have, I yeah. have. I, I taught it for one semester uh, at UT. It, it's fun um, because it, it kind of strays a little bit away from your your typical mechanical engineering, hands-on, material, you know, tangible things a little more into, oh, it's a little bit magical. A little more abstract, <laughs> yes. m- more magic. Yeah, yeah more magic. It's the Harry Potter of our <laughs> mechanical engineering A fields. little more of the molecular phenomena. Magnets and things that we the can't fields, see. Yeah. yeah, it's more like Electro- just conceptual. I can't see the electrons, so yeah. they don't exist. So, okay, no, I guess we'll have exist. an episode about that. Yes, we, that's definitely I have a, a lot to say about that, by the way. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, you built a bunch of robots that I know. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, so, so I, I had mentioned I, supposed to have, I was supposed to have studied robotics in grad school, and I did to some degree, but I didn't really continue it as much. And I feel like robotics is another one of those things that's a mix of mechanical and electrical right. engineering, and it's related to mechatronics. So maybe we can touch on that there. But it's all about 3D motion these days right? And, and putting a bunch of motors together in a predictable way and programming it and energy usage. And it's very interesting. But we'll awesome. save that for later. Hey, I'm also thinking about design. Speaking of robots. Ooh, that's a huge Yeah, we topic, didn't even right? talk about that. I'm <laughs> yes. surprised we didn't say that How first. How did we not miss that? Okay, wow. What's okay. design, Southern? What is design? Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to just tell a story. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to talk about what design is. I'm just going to tell a story. Yeah. Um, so I did my undergrad in, in India. You know that. Um, we had a whole podcast talking a little bit about yes, it. Yes. India versus US. We should, folks should listen to that. It's a huge, completely different ways of approaching, approaching things. Um, but I remember in my final senior year, uh, in India, uh, we were, uh, I mean, I guess it's everywhere in the world as engineers. You're supposed to do a project. So the project is we were designing. Uh, we were designing something. Okay, just let's leave it at that. We were designing something. <laughs> it sounds really suspicious now, but oh okay. no. Okay, so let me, uh, let me then put it out. <laughs> <laughs> just make up something. We were designing another. No, we're not, car. this is not making up anything. Uh, essentially, what uh, my, me and my team were designing was we were we were making a, a robotic hand uh, that can write. Oh, letters, cool. and the script specifically, we were trying to make it write uh, Tamar scriptures, mm-hmm. and Tamar is a is, is, is it's a language in, spoken in southern India. It's one of the oldest languages uh, spoken, and the scripture has a lot of curves in them. Yeah, 
it's curvy um, and it's it's actually very interesting why they are the way they are but um, it's curvy in nature and uh, uh, in order to get the get it to write it was a, it was a problem and we were trying to solve that problem but the experience of tackling that problem in India was so hard because um, because um, there was not a very good structure in place um, in structure. terms of yes in terms of how to approach the problem um, like they, was, nobody taught you yes yeah. how to design something the or? design they taught us how to design um, components uh, but pieces how to approach a design problem was not taught yeah we were this two, two approaches to okay the, what I'm talking about is the design methodology here mm-hmm. how do you approach a design problem um, and it felt like we were left in the middle of the ocean uh, with no direction and we had to plunge in and we didn't know if the uh, design we did was the optimal or the like, terrible idea. I had no idea I was just like oh this solves the problem and that's it so you actually did it though more of intuition than anything else but and then after that I came to um, UT and I was so surprised to find that there's an actual field uh, called design methodology not design uh, that's a different thing that we'll talk about but design methodology there is a there's a specific approach on how to uh, how to approach a certain problem and uh, come up with the the most justified and optimal solution mm-hmm. and uh, i ended up making it my research uh, i did my thesis on that um, i i ta tcs teaching assistant um, yeah. i teach or support teaching that specific course at ut the senior design project so design brings a lot of memories for me <laughs> but there's one part of design um you can talk about i i i don't have much to say like that's a good story i think that you remind me as everyone should know the university of texas at austin i mean i think their design program in the mechanical engineering department is really great yes in that respect yeah. because like you i mean we had a capstone project where we were supposed to design something back in undergrad in our last year before graduating and yeah they kind of just throw you in there now i i agree that like i didn't know what the design the optimal design methodologies were i didn't know what these tried and true and studied strategies are to come up with a good solution in the fastest most efficient way and i might complain about that experience but Looking back, I actually like that I had the chance to design without any guidance first, so that when I finally learned these methodologies later, okay. I saw the difference in what I used to think. Interesting. And, okay. and I saw, you know, these other methods that other people have developed, and I was like, oh, I see the need for right. these methods. Because I, I wonder if, like, if I had been taught some of those methods back then as a senior or something in, in undergrad if I would have even appreciated or understood why I'm learning these things. So I think what I really take away from that is I would hope that anyone who is trying to learn engineering and how to design a solution, that they tried designing something just on their own without any guidance, kind of unstructured, kind of like we had, Hmm. but do it at a younger age. I never thought about it that way. I think that's a just have a reference point. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's I think that was the only reason I was able to appreciate it as much as yeah. I did. But in any case, I, I totally agree. Like, yeah. so that's all I had to add. Awesome. So the other part of design, this was like more of design methodology. Mm-hmm. 
So there are certain mathematics principles that are like oh, already okay. established. I see. I see. Um, yeah. When you're, let's say you're trying to design a gear. Yeah. Okay, a gear is like a wheel-like structure with the teeth on the outside, and there's like a number of teeth in there. So how do you know how many, what number of teeth to put in so that they're not slipping away? Yeah, so there's all of formulas this is, about what, yeah. how many teeth go around this size yeah. radius or whatever. Yeah. So it's no. already it's already been figured out. Um, is that so, machine elements? Yes. Or, yeah. So I never actually. So there's a class in the University okay. of Texas undergrad called machine elements mm. that mechanical engineering majors have to take. I never took a class like that. I also okay. was a bioengineer in undergrad. That makes sense. Yeah. But um, it would have been a class that I would have wanted to have taken mm. looking back because I ended up doing that in my workplace later. I had to build. Uh, mechanical test structures and it would have been great if I learned so much stuff that mechanical engineers are supposed to learn but um no no that makes sense I mean I I totally see why uh, this is so irrelevant okay so when you when you look at the mechanical uh, elements you're looking at uh, gears right gears where is it used in the car transmissions you use yeah. gears yeah or in big missionaries you use gears uh, looking at uh, belt systems mm-hmm. where uh, in big missionaries you're using belt systems um, you look at um, camps uh, it's used in en- engines. Anything to transfer motion, motion and forces around yeah. the different places. Okay. And also, like I think it's it's, it's a very valid name. Uh, it's it's called machine elements because they're not exactly, uh, but uh, they're not a system by itself. Mm. They're part of a bigger uh, yeah. machine. So yeah. these are small elements, and these elements is not something you design from scratch. There are already established um, mathematics that's involved in there. That only uh, you, we call it design, but essentially what you're doing is you're figuring out the best uh, gear to use. You're figuring out the best shape of the cam to use. Yeah, yeah. So it is designed in one way because there's so many possibilities. Right. Um, so uh, that makes sense in the in the context of mechanical engineering because we this is essentially working with a lot of machines. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it does make sense in terms of biological systems. Um, they, they're kind of irrelevant. It depends on what you're doing. Bioengineering would be a whole uh, really long set of episodes okay. that would irritate yeah. me. But I'm but just we curious, can talk about what that do you, uh, just quickly, like, you know, what do you learn instead of that? Instead of? Oh, I mean, there's way more time spent on biological things. Like, we had to take way more chemistry, okay. uh, genetics, biochemistry, stuff like interesting, that. Interesting. And then so, genetics, by the way, one of my favorite classes. Very, it's the most mathematical of all the biology classes. Interesting. Other than bioinformatics, which is more programming and stuff like that. But then we also had to take, uh, in bioengineering, you could choose different specialties within bioengineering. It's mm. like majoring in a major. Oh, same then, thing with mechanical engineering. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and one of the yeah. concentrations, we'll call it, was biomechanics. Mm. And so I could have done that. Another one was biomaterials. Those are the two ones that I think were the most related to mechanical engineering. Mm. Biomechanics was about, you know, forces, statics, dynamics, but like in organic systems. And biomaterials might be about designing artificial hearts or something. Like instead of designing aerospace materials made out of plastic and metal mixed together in ceramics, instead you're designing tissues made out of cells mixed in with polymers, mixed in with circuits, that kind of thing. Interesting. Okay. So, but you still had to worry about the same mechanical properties and all that stuff. Right, right. But more on the mechanics side rather than uh, elements, mission elements. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, yeah. But the weird issue is depending on what job or research field you're going to do in bioengineering, you may have to learn a whole ton about gears. There's like, for example, interesting. Okay. there's a, a seri- there's a field called microelectronic machines or MEMS mm. and 
Um, a lot of bioengineers yes, use yes, them because yes, yeah. there are sensors in your body, like an ingestible camera pill, for example. Um, maybe there's a mechanical system in there that like swivels the camera around inside the pill that so that when you swallow it, the camera is looking all around. And so there you would have to know about gears, but you know, on a small scale or something. So like, it just, it totally is, in my view, bioengineering is such, it's too broad, broader. It's so hard to study because like you might have to be a uh, the perfect way mechanical I see it, engineer. It's too. like a it's like a if looking at a Venn diagrams, it's an intersection of biology and mechanic mechanical. And electrical and, and electrical. chemical. And well, <laughs> biology. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I get it's, it. It's yeah. all of that. But in any case, we'll we'll save that for another discussion. Yeah. So okay, so what else do you think is in mechanical engineering? So we looked at mechanics, we looked at I know this is like a long, long dynamics. This is why it takes forever to get an engineering degree. <laughs> this is why it's great that you're listening to this podcast instead. So now you know if you listen well, to it's us. Not instead. <laughs> they know <laughs> people who listen know a little bit about dynamics, dynamics or motion, mechanics. statics, mechanics. They know about thermodynamics and yeah, heat and heat. energy. They know that electronics is kind of involved or mechatronics. Yeah. Design it's, is a big design, field, yeah. design methodologies. And yeah, I got one. Yeah. Um, manufacturing and production. Oh, uh, this is, yeah, this is definitely something that, uh, we learn as mechanical engineers. Hey, so can I ask you a question before you get too detailed? Yeah. Like, I, I think that before I even studied this, I, I think there's a common maybe misconception where the people think design and manufacturing are maybe the same thing. Like oh. what's the, so, Help me uh, state what the difference is between design versus manufacturing. Okay. So uh, design ends with you having a final sketch and a, a final drawing. Like a plan like is a what plan. you're saying. Yeah, okay. build. That's it. Um, once you have that, manufacturing starts. So um, in terms of, okay, where the design ends is you have the dimensions. Let's say you're designing a... Uh, uh, a chair. Okay, let's say you're designing a chair. Simple. So uh, all you're doing is you are thinking in terms of the dimensions. You're thinking in terms of the material. You're thinking in terms of okay, how much force is going to be on the uh, going to be placed on that? Like how heavy you, am I? Like, yeah. Where, where do you need to put some reinforcements? So you yeah. think about those things, and then you have a design, and then you have you. There's so many softwares, which is again something I wanted to talk to you. Oh, it's another yeah, part yeah. of it. Um, skills in terms of mechanical engineering. So you use all these softwares to, to, to at the end show that, hey, this is the shape, uh, this is the material, um, that I want this, um, uh, this part to be. Mm. And that's the end of design. Mm. That's where you draw the line. So everything that happens in order to make that into a live, uh, you know, a chair is manufacturing. So, okay. Then the person who's actually cutting the wood. And putting in the screws or or like that process yeah. would be manufacturing. Okay. So once once it goes in the uh, physical side, actually building those things becomes manufacturing. So as when you're designing the chair, you are uh, thinking about, hey, how is this going to be manufactured? Like I don't so, want to carve this chair out of a solid piece of wood, right? Say it again. Like I would not want to carve this chair that I've designed out of a solid block. You can wood. design, but the manufacturer is going to hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be harder to then, uh, think. Yes, manufacturers and engineering techs will hate the engineer if the engineer is a really poor At designer. Knowing how it's manufactured. Yes. So you need to learn to, uh, I guess, as, a, as an engineer, you also need to learn, hey, what's the extent of uh, our manufacturing capabilities? Yeah. 
and also assembly capabilities. Uh, so all of these things are taken into account when you design. I think every engineer has to build the stuff that they create for the first couple of years so that they know how horrible they design things if they can't build it. Yeah, if you're, yeah, if you are, you know, I guess it, it goes in the realm of tinkering um, and, uh, you know, you tinker with stuff and you see that, hey, this is an easy way to build. But essentially, you're learning all the trial and errors that past people have done, and they have a specific sets of rules and that you can learn, and then you can apply. So I guess that's the that's the difference. Yeah. So there would probably be a whole class on manufacturing, yes, manufacturing engineering, yeah. different ways to build things, yes. and then how to design things so that you can even build them. Yes. In the first yeah, place. Yeah. Okay. And let's talk about software real quick because you mentioned Skills. that. Skills. I, I, yeah. I want to quickly mention a little bit about manufacturing as well. Oh. What is dealt in manufacturing? Uh-huh. Um, it ranges in a in a big way. Um, it, it 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 this. I think most of manufacturing, they start as electives. Right. Right. So, um, in terms of manufacturing, uh, essentially, we learn at the very basic founding foundry. How to cast a piece? Oh of, wow! Yeah, it starts. From I never there. did that. <laughs> I, I did it. It was awesome. Uh, you you made your own metal. Did you make your own like molds and everything? And we learned to. We didn't actually go through the melting process or anything, uh-huh. but we just learned to do how to make a cast. How the sand, and then yeah, the process continues. But we stopped it there. But UT does it. That's cool. All the way through, they yeah. use aluminum. Uh, I saw yeah. a few okay. students working on it the other day. Cool. So it's pretty cool. Um, it's it starts from there. It's just like foundry. Think about that. If you think about that, it's like metal 400, 500 years back, they were doing that. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Making swords and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> or plowshares. Well, that's, that's probably yeah. a lot older than that because I know in sure, India, yeah. people are using swords like in 5,000, 6,000 years back. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so you start from there. You learn from those basics. And through electives, you can choose to learn the modern, the most modern. We're talking about or, 3D printing or uh, nano manufacturing. Yeah, yeah, are there any other modern manufacturing methods? I'm trying to think. Hmm. I guess I 3D, 3D printing, printing is the that's most. That's the one that's <laughs> always in the news yeah. and it's trying no, to go that's, in every that's, school. That's where we hit, hit a plateau right now. Yeah. So these are just going on. Anyway, so that's the yeah. uh, that's what I wanted to add um, okay. on to, in terms of manufacturing and production. Um, there are also like small things that you learn here and there uh, in terms of quality control. It goes to industrial engineering a bit. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. But no, quality, you're, you're right. There's more statistics and yeah, stuff involved yeah. in that. That's not as necessary um, yeah. in in the realm of mechanical engineering at the core of it. But we'll, maybe if we have time, we can talk about it a little bit. Okay. So skills. Yeah. What do you mean by skills, skills as opposed to these Knowledge. other classes? Yeah. So I think the way I want to differentiate that is um, uh, so what we spoke about in terms of mechanics, in terms of um, thermodynamics. These are concepts that um, students need to learn, you know, over time. But um, in terms of certain um, skill sets that they can develop, one of the main skill sets is uh, using computer softwares uh, that will aid them in sketching things faster in a much more efficient way. So I guess we used to do, uh, you know, when we are talking about design, hey, how do you sketch these things? How do you, if you're designing a chair, do you like use your hands and draw in a piece of paper? That's what they used to do. Um, now they don't do it anymore because it's just, time-consuming, um, easy to f- error to happen. Uh, right, not in any official records. Like, it's not going to be some sketch on a napkin. Maybe, like, when you're creating ideas. But yeah. 
but if you if you're handing once you're done with your design if you're handing it over to manufacturing there are certain rules you yeah. need to follow when you when you give them like right. it's not yeah so uh it used to be done with hand it's called it was called drafting and and it and then right now it's mostly it's done in uh, softwares like um uh, solidworks and cad and uh, there are also softwares that will let you analyze those things mm. uh, in terms of if you want to uh, on the on the software you can heat up the chair and then see how much temperature it'll take for it to uh, you know to catch fire or, yeah, so you're fire. simulating the thermodynamics yeah thermodynamics or you're simulating maybe the forces when you smack it with a hammer yeah, or something yeah. so okay. all of those things can be done uh, using softwares that's built by um, some companies these are the, these are some of the things that students do learn um, during engineering not essentially as a part of a curriculum even though it might be introduced as part of a curriculum hmm. but most often than not they learn by themselves outside of the classroom by doing it all right maybe in the company that they end up working for they might train them how to use these yeah. tools it's a tool ultimately it's, a tool. it's, it's a like tool. how to use a hammer exactly it's an important tool i mean it i've is. seen it's, it's vitally sketching important. for mechanical vitally engineers important. it's in very 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 important yeah yeah and there are also um, software tools that can let you design pipeline systems, fluid and fluid mechanics. How much yeah. pressure should be there? Where should you put a valve? So there's a lot of softwares that you learn um, outside of this this core content. Right. So we we will get to that. There, there's one final thing. I think we yeah. covered a lot of the core stuff. We but did. Yeah. There's one final category of topics that I want to briefly talk about. Okay. So whenever you go to school to try to get an engineering degree, especially in undergrad, there's a bunch of stuff you have to learn that's um, not in the mechanical engineering, uh, what's the word, major. Like you got to learn some chemistry. Uh, if I look at the University of Texas's list of graduation requirements, yeah. you have to learn not only math, but you have to take like a social Physics, science class. Yeah. You might have to take a humanities class. There might be an engineering finance class. There might be um, like a computer programming class mm. or an art class or something. That's a lot of classes. Yeah. And so how much should we even talk about these other things that are not really traditionally part of mechanical engineering, whether it's engineering ethics or finance or art or any of that stuff? Art? I don't think we should, because um, my understanding is this. Um, I, I didn't, so there was one requirement uh, for UT, was they had to take uh, some kind of a governance class, okay, uh, which was not a requirement for me when I was doing my undergrad in India. Mm -hmm. So they don't overlap at all. Yeah. Um, so we can leave out the humanities and the arts part. Um, okay. We can we can talk about what they learn and why it's, why it might be important. For example, governance is important if you're in Texas, so you know where the oil fields are, what are the laws governing them. So for that, it might be useful. Um, but it's not a universal um, thing that you need to learn. Right. I guess it's really specific to regional your history, job historical. Or, yeah, lots of things. Yeah, yeah. Maybe what I can see is if we ever talk about any specific examples that are relevant to a particular field, like thermodynamics, we might talk about, you know, the explosion of the shuttle Columbia or something, then that might go into things like engineering ethics or government. Yeah, that's true. Or, true. So I don't think we'll, it sounds like we're not going to have any specific episode on those things, Probably not. but I bet engineering it'll finance and ethics oh, and yeah. all that those stuff, are, those are it, it'll come right. up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the chemistry and the physics and the sure, mathematics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So one thing we are consciously avoiding is talking about um, mathematics to explain engineering concepts. Um, we're not going to do that unless there are like some good On an concepts. intuitive level. Uh, intuitive level, yes. Like when things get bigger, <laughs> something else gets small. The idea of more and less and like stuff like that. I yeah, think yeah. This, about. yeah. I'm, not, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying like let's not, uh, we're going to avoid talking about engineering uh, with mathematical terminologies. Yeah, we're okay. not going to do that. So yeah, yeah. Uh, even though we're not going to do that, but um, I think as that's engineer, so great like a, for what we're doing. Yeah. Like we're already talking for a long time without any yeah, math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we started bringing in math, it would be no. like that much more. And also it's like um, math is a huge ocean by itself. It's not something, um, uh, yeah, we're not going to do that. That's, that's just, it takes a different level of commitment to, grasp those concepts before we can move on to you can talk about engineering yeah. without talking about the detailed math yeah we can so totally. yeah that's it's, what we're, we're gonna, gonna try to attempt that right <laughs> we're gonna as I much mean, as we can we can yeah. people do it um so we're gonna talk about all of that southern <laughs> yep i think uh we'll, we'll get it going thanks southern thanks bias till we meet again This has been Southern Satya Seelan and Pius Wong, your engineers for today. If you like this episode, stay tuned for more episodes where we go a little bit more in-depth on mechanical engineering. For transcripts, links, and other notes related to today's episode, visit the podcast website, k12engineering.net. There you can also get links to our Facebook page, the Twitter profile, and more. Remember to subscribe to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you find your podcasts. And finally, thank you so much for the donors on Patreon who are supporting this show and all my projects in my independent studio, Pios Labs. If you like this podcast or any of the other projects that I'm doing, please donate too at patreon.com slash Labs. The opening music in today's episode is called Soar, and our closing music is called Polar. Both are by the artist Chris Pop. You can find more music by Chris Pop on SoundCloud under the username ChrisPop99, that's Chris with a CH, or just check the show notes for a link to his music. Thanks to Chris Pop for letting us use his music with permission. The K-12 Engineering Education Podcast is a production of Pios Labs. Thanks so much for listening, and tune in next time. Mm-hmm.